Marc Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is, what is today? Today is Wednesday. Prince Spaghetti Day. Prince Spaghetti Day. Today, December the 6th. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. Have you recovered yet from the viewing party? No. I'm uh I'm still emotionally exhausted. <laughs> now I, I have uh yeah, I think I've recovered. I think I'm uh I'm back. Oh, I gotta re I gotta retool, I gotta re-gear up for the wolf pack trip. It's like with all these injuries, now I'm going to miss a lot of guys that I wanted to see. But uh, Rangers are not bringing up uh, the prospects, which is good. So I'll get to meet them, hopefully, still. Yes, it sounds like they're holding off, at least for the moment. So, uh, yeah, what a, what a day on Saturday. I guess We might as well start there, right? Yeah. I've already said I've got some. Thank you. Now, I don't know what I don't know what you came away thinking, but I came away thinking that, and I've said this before. I don't I don't think anything could ever top the comeback against Montreal. As far yeah. as as far as all time viewing parties, just because of the game itself. But I'll tell you this: what I this one's real close, going to slide in. I think at a number two, right into the number two slot. This wow. One, this was a really, really fun viewing party. The uh, the live stream came off great. We did like three and a half hours of live streaming. People got to see. We had a big crowd in the live stream. We used that as our game thread. And a lot of people watching online. Everybody in the bar was taking part in the live thread, getting themselves on camera. There was a fuck you cutter chant, which was fantastic. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. 
a lot of fun. A lot of fun. The people at McHale's are absolutely fan-damn-tastic. They are. How, what was the vibe you got from them? Did you talk to them afterwards? Uh... Well, <clears throat> if you want, I'll tell you what. Here's here's here was the first thing. Now this is from this is from Paul, the owner of McHale's. Hi, Jim. I said, Paul, huge thanks to your crew for a fantastic day yesterday. They did a wonderful job, plus a nice comeback win for the Rangers. Have a great holiday. We hope to see you in February or March for another game. His response was, hi, Jim. Looked like a great turnout. I had the live video on. It looked like a lot of fun. It would be great to get together to get another early in the new year. February would be great. It would be nice to get a game. We can just focus on your group. This weekend is probably as busy as it gets for us. Thank you so much. I said, our group really enjoyed the live video too. Your crew handled the two crowds amazingly. Props to them. He said, we were nervous about a shit show breaking out. <laughs> the UGA people are always tourists or older groups, but they are good at controlling. Our, our crew is good at controlling the door. Now, for those of you that don't know that weren't there, we did announce it on the live stream. There was a that is a Georgia bar, and Georgia was playing Alabama at pretty much the exact same time the Rangers were playing the Predators. Yes, we took up about sixty five percent of the upstairs of McHale's. They had about thirty five percent upstairs, but in the back room, not at the bar area. That was all us. Downstairs was all Georgia. Well, Georgia lost. So they weren't making much noise. No, they. I remember that we were making tons of noise, and we made so much noise. And I'm going to show you this. You're going to absolutely fucking love this. Oh, okay. Share screen. Here it is. This guy, Mark Lewis, reviewed McHale's two days ago. Paul sent this to me. Great sports bar to watch Georgia versus Alabama game, even if we had to be upstairs with loud Rangers fans. Whoa, I like that. That would be us. Loud, raucous Ranger fans. Loud, rambunctious. is the auditory rooting, you know, so we're loud. Sorry, Georgia lost, but... Uh... Roll Fuck tide em. roll or whatever they say. Fuck them. That was it was beautiful. I mean, we it was it was really loud at McHale's and Rangers fell behind and once again succeeded where, where others have failed. Great uh what was the final score? Four to three, right? They were down two nothing. Yes. And back to two one, then fell behind three one, didn't they? Yeah, I had to give uh, Coast of the Old Ye of Little Faith a uh, talk. Uh, he had to was, give uh, him the speech. I had to give him the speech. He was uh, he was very sedate, Coast. Uh, I have to say, uh, he was demoted to the kids' table. I don't know if that was his own demotion or he he didn't want to be. I don't know why. Maybe because they didn't have chairs. That's right. They didn't have the, the seating was limited near the bar. Right. He's he's not a drinker. Right. Uh, it made sense for him to be at the kids' table in the dining area. Right. So he yeah, he, he was up up a level sitting with us with a with a group of our group, and you know, he was at a table, but he couldn't be front and center and you know, which is where he likes to be in a chair solo. Uh yes. holding court. 
as he does as he should right well, uh, let's take a, I have a uh, I have a video real quick that we can that we can look at this is like two minutes and uh that I read about the, uh, said it started to feel more like a family instead of just a hockey team here is true but trying to spin away from Cole Smith down low Trocek got a man open score a great twisting pass to the back post and Lankinen was fooled that's not the team that everybody's used to saying and they've got the skill and watch this right here right here just a little play there and that's tough because it's a left-handed or right-handed shot and his momentum Trocek's going behind the sudden a snapper you know he waited a long time to see some shot. Chris crosses shoots that was tip rebound score right as the penalty expired the Rangers get it back well, there is the guy that has been doing damage at the net front for years, Chris Kreider. Net front guys in the league, down low, he's a big man, he's got good hands, great speed. Look at this play here, the Rangers got it set up, come to the net, deflection, Kreider out of the air, rebound, went up high, over the pad. This will be a good view here of what happened. Panarin gets it through, deflection, big save, Lankinen, another save, rebound, and Kreider stays with it, knocks it out of thin air. A good hard-working goal, goal right there. Penalty, the power play that just scored on you. Usually, if you go right directly between the numbers, there's no debate. Yeah. That was debatable was for on, sure. It was on the, it was the outside. It's a big call because the Rangers have cashed in. The set playoff, the draw, tipped high by Trocek, and it's a 3-3 hockey game. Trocek in the middle of the ice. He's going to come take a nice little route here. He's up high. Look at the stick down. In the middle of the ice to Benajad right here. He's looking, he's looking at that right now. He's looking cross ice, but he sees Trocek in the middle. Rangers go back home to play the Sharks tomorrow. Predators head to Buffalo. Lindgren, lots of bodies in front. They score. They got the pinball action. And the Rangers lead for the first time of the game. Another face-off win that's been a big story for the Rangers today. Moments ago, and then right here. I think, watch Lozani. I think he does a good job. He's got the stick tied up. But you go to the net, and that's, is that Trocek? That it goes off? He's going to have four points tonight if this is the case. I couldn't see Dude. who that went off. Could have been Kreider or Trocek here. This will be a better look. Looks like it was Trocek. And that, oh. Oh. <laughs> there we go. And that's all she wrote. Rangers win four to three. I have to say that was a very impressive victory. Uh, I see there's a lot of people. I know that Nick DeCristo, uh, the black-hearted crow, was there. Michael Lakeham uh, was there uh, in uh, on site with his son. He said he even got on TV. I mean, whether he was there or at McHale's where we were, it was an exciting game. It was it was a game that was not like so much. Uh, uh, it wasn't. It, it was doubtful whether the Rangers were going to come back. You know, it was not an easy game. Never in doubt. Rangers were horribly outshot in that game, too. And they didn't do good on faceoffs, at least. I never looked back and checked uh, Margaret Hurley's math. They were 57-6 on faceoffs in that game. They were good on faceoffs. 
Well, did she say they were thirty three percent at one point? That might have been. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe maybe at one point in that game, but they wound up. At I 50. don't know, Margaret. Check your math. Check your math before you report into a live stream. <laughs> maybe they were at that time. I don't know. It's possible. The, it did, I mean, the game started off terrible. It was a terrible first period. Oh yeah, they got. Didn't they give like eighteen period. shots or something like that in the first period? What is this? Yeah, they were outshot eighteen to eight in the first period, and that's a problem. And I have to say, uh, well, I I, th- I think what I'm seeing, Paul Caduzzi says the Rangers' bad habits started well before this game. I wouldn't exactly say that. I, I think they went through a stretch where uh, after the they won the Boston game, they kind of got back into – I think they did pick up some bad habits, and they kind of recovered themselves. And now I feel like um, I'm seeing a little bit of a – I like the defense first Rangers, and I haven't been seeing them. I don't have the last couple games shot totals, but they seem to be getting a little bit – I like when they're like 25, 26 against, you know. But when they start getting near 35 and 40 – it, it it worries me. So they've given up uh, four or more goals in four of the last six games. Not acceptable. Which is not good. Not when you not when you when you've got a coach preaching uh, preaching defense, preaching defense first. So you know I, I'm I'm really glad they have this stretch of uh, you know what is it. Uh, one, two, three, three days off. Take a day off, day or two off. Hard, get a couple of hard practices in. Maybe get, hopefully get back to, uh, you know, get back to what's what's worked for them. Because you know, I don't want to play six five games against the Sharks like they did on Sunday. That was that was another game. Bad that was almost happened. a disaster. It almost collapsed in on them. Almost like. It did to the Islanders against San Jose last night, who blew a 3-0 lead and then lost in overtime to David Quinn Sharks. Certainly, we don't want to be in the same minor league as the New York Islanders, so let's uh, regroup and fix this thing right. and get back to playing New York Rangers hockey. Now... A lot of people are blaming the goal, the regression of the goalies. Uh, Igor's allowed to stink up the joint once in a while. I will, however, say this, and I might be in the minority, and I think what you're going to see is uh, raise your beat reporters, the, 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 the uh, what do we call them? Uh, the Pravda of MSG, Sam, and and Micheletti keep telling you that Jonathan Quick, what an amazing story, but I, I, I'm starting to start to see the holes. And Jonathan Quick? Yes. Yes, I'm starting he's to see. very unsettled at times, despite not having lost the game. I mean, he's 7-0, and so. Exactly, but that's going to be the. You're this a is like, fan. Yeah, this is what I equate 
when the Jets beat the Giants this year and everybody was like, oh, Zach Wilson, he came through. And it's not about the winning. It's about what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing goals go in that shouldn't be going in, especially for a guy who covers the bottom of the net so well and pucks are going in the bottom of the net. He's, you know. Um, are, are you concerned at all that – Quick has a has a better save percentage and a better goals against the Chesterkin. Does that concern you? Not really, not really. Does it I, concern uh, you that all all of their losses have come with Igor and Net, and none with the backup goaltender? No, just, I think it's a reflection. continuation of seventy five years of goaltending excellence on Broadway. I don't think. Uh, Shesterkin has found his groove yet. Um, and the Rangers, frankly, have not played well in these games uh, as a team in front of them. Now, if you're looking at him to bail out and steal you a win, how the hell were you going to win that game the other night? The Rangers stunk the place up. It looked like the Rangers from last year. People reaching, bad passing. The power play stunk in that third period. They could have made it a game. I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and jump, get ready to jump off the ledge because they lost to Ottawa. I don't even know how this schedule works. It's like uh, you're home and then you're in Ottawa. I, I don't get it. And then you're going to go back home. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, they've lost five games, Mark. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to. I, I, I'm. I, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater yet, as they say. If this becomes a problem, then we'll address that. I don't think it's a problem right now. But, I mean, there are some indications, and like I just said, I'd like to see a tighter defensive effort. And, you listen, has Shesterkin been godlike? No, certainly. The numbers... I think Quick has started off really hot, and he is starting to become exposed, so to speak. Yeah, I'm. You know, are the are the Senators really a bad team? Well, they're, they're mediocre. They're a five hundred. Mediocre. I mean, honestly, I I think Buffalo was worse than that. You're just you're not going to win every night. Nobody wins every night. Nobody. You know, Nobody. Even, you know, even the best team in the league, you know, loses 20, 25 games. Unless you're the Bruins from last the year. year. What the, how many did they lose last year? Like 11. What sorry. good did it do them? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, but let me, let me pose a question to you. And I'll put this to the, in the chat. You can tell me I'm crazy because right. I don't think it's – because I don't think it's, I don't know if it's a theory anybody wants to even think about. But I'm going to, I want to, I just want to look at something really quick. I'm just going to look, look at a, statist, a statistical number here for a second. Okay. All right. Do you think that this going back to the Buffalo game, where they're on this little bit of a stretch where we're talking, Giving up four more goals in four of the last six games. This all started after 
Capo Caco got hurt in the Buffalo game. Do you think that his – now, I know he's not scoring. I get that. But do you think his two-way play and him being out of the lineup, being short of forward with other guys having to assume other roles on the in the roster, do you think in any way that one might have something to do with the other? Because that's when it started. Buffalo scored three goals. Kako got hurt in the second period of that game. Buffalo scored three goals in the third period of that game. And they really haven't been great since. They've been good, but not great. Uh, I wouldn't say it's Kako per se, but it's the accumulation of all these injuries now. You, You know, Barkley Goodrell went out of the game early. I didn't say he was the key. Relax. God, you guys get fucking crazy. You're lunatics. I'm asking. I'm asking the question. Uh, and how I agree. Fill, tell me how he's filled in just fine. He's got he had two assists. In okay, two games. he's got two assists, but does he, he four does points? He, he doing as well defensively? I don't know. I don't watch Johnny Johnny Knock Hockey I'm, that I'm well. Just, uh, okay, I'll tell you what. When they come back and start playing the way they did before Capo Caco got hurt, then you can tell me the two have nothing to do with each other. You guys, you guys could go as crazy as you want. Go as crazy. I, as I you like want. that you lit him up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nobody wants to give this kid any credit. That's fine. But, well, everybody's down. I, I see it daily. He's a bust. He's nothing. He's garbage. Get him off this team. Trade him. No, I mean the coach likes him. The coach says he's a good two-way player. That's that's good enough for me. Right. I mean, uh, but do I do I see it? You lose it. You lose it forward from your from your top si- uh, top six, top nine, top nine. Who's Here's a good two way player? I think the whole team's mentality came back, didn't they? When was the Buffalo game? Oh, the Buffalo the Buffalo game was before Fox came back. I think. <laughs> not having Zach Jones in the lineup has hurt the Rangers. See, I, I mean, no. I To your question, it's an accumulation of not having Filipino. I've been lost for a month now without Filipino. Right. I mean, this is a guy, yes, where, you know, the Rangers are winning. We don't really, oh, he's, 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 he's certainly uh, – the injuries just pile up. I mean, now uh, you're looking at, uh, you know, guys. But I feel like the Rangers systematically have gotten away from how they're (laughs) supposed to play. And that's take care of the puck. Be responsible in your own zone. Don't give the puck up. The Ottawa game really was worse than the Nashville game, I thought. And, and, you know, they have lost so I think the Ottawa games may be the worst game they've played all yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um I think that's the worst game they've played all year. Especially in the third period. You get a, a power play early. They look terrible on it. Then they get a five on three. It looked like a five on three from two years ago. They couldn't Oh yeah, it looked like the Scott O'Neill days. Yeah, it it was bad. They didn't and get it was like you you might as well turn the game off there after they didn't get that because the, yeah, that was that was pretty much yeah that was pretty much good night Irene at that point and they shoot wide the guy I got to see the Zabinajad Plexi Rexy trick I, I'm only going to wasn't that, that great 
I'll only excuse the Columbus game because it was early in the season. They were still trying to figure it out. The Colts? Yeah. Uh, Connor said the Columbus game was really bad, and it, it was. What? I'll, I'll, I'll let them off the hook a little bit for that one because they were still, I mean, that was what, second game of the season? Yeah. Like, you know, they're going to still try and to figure it out. The way they out. played opening night, there was nowhere to go but down anyway. And I, I see, I understand your concerns about the, Especially you, you brought up some really cogent points about uh, you know, Rangers. Rangers got to play defensive. Rangers right. got to tighten up. I know yeah. it's 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 pretty to score a lot of goals and get Panarin a hat trick and all this, and but they got to tighten up in their own zone. And yes, I think Shesterkin's got to be better. But again, this guy's been a fucking god since he came to the Rangers. What am I supposed? The three, four bad games, I'm supposed to throw him under the fucking bus and say, oh, he stinks, he's garbage. Especially, especially when they're still winning them. Right. I mean, you know. Uh, Dallas is a good team, Paul. I, I don't know. They're going to lose, boys and girls. I got news for you. Sometimes you lose. You look bad. You look terrible. And no, I'm taught. No, the Dallas game was not as bad. The Dallas game got away from them in the third period. That game was, I think, tied going into the third period, and then it fell apart. I'm talking, I'm talking from the anthem to, to the final horn. As far as a complete game effort, I think last night was the worst game of the season. Yes, That's Coach, what I we think. know. We know. Again. Am I concerned they're in kind of a, a bad trend? They're trending. Uh, yeah, but I'm concerned, but I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not in a. Oh, wait. What's going on? What'd you do? I didn't do Eddie anything. Quit the show. Eddie's so pissed off about this. He quit the show. I've had enough. He walked out like Tiki Barber. <laughs> he quit the show. Uh so, I, I'm concerned, guys. I am. I, I, I feel you, but I can't get crazy yet. You know. I mean, you know, you know what's funny too about about last night's game is that, uh, is is it was another example of the worse the Rangers are, the worse they play. The worse the broadcast is, the more intolerable the broadcast is. There were so many complaints in the group thread last night about the about the about the broadcast. I saw people on Facebook complaining about the broadcast. They didn't even get even the Cadillac trivia question wasn't right. And they screwed up. Yeah, they, they screwed, screwed that up. up. The trivia question, and then waited two periods to tell you that they screwed it up. But yeah, everybody was the broadcast is, but the everybody was picking on the broadcast. Well, well, what exactly would they have a problem with the broadcast, other than the usual? Well, I mean, there there was the usual, you know, and the and the and the Cadillac trivia error, and and you know they were going on and on about Claude Giroux and going on and oh, on about, about you know this that and the other and how they haven't played that many games and how uh, what was the other thing they were fixated on a couple of th- a couple of times they mentioned it. Oh, I think they mentioned uh, uh, then you know uh, how bad Ottawa is in the second period. And I said to Jen, I said, "Oh, there you go. They're going to blow us out here in the second period." And sure, sure they sure they did. Speaking of the broadcast, is Patty Duke's here? Right? I've, I've seen Patty Duke in the chat room. Yes, she is here. Patty Duke gave me this at the viewing party. 
I finally wow. got one. I finally got one. There he is. Look at him. Look at him. Jared, 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 Jared Stahl. That beautiful. Thank you so much, Patty. It is right here on my desk, just like I told you. I love it. Look, there they are. <laughs> this hair is more real than Sam's hair. I know. JD with the pads. I love it. Absolutely love it. Unbelievable. Benino, 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 Benino. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that was very <laughs> nice of it. Nice of her to give you that. Me, I got boob kiss. I got nothing from Patty Duke. But <laughs> I I have to say, <laughs> it was glad to meet so many people. Um, Patty Duke for the first time was great. Um, it's pretty accurate. I had asked by her, the way. What? It's pretty accurate, by the way. <laughs> the Except nose. he's actually groomed. The hair is actually groomed. Yeah, but the nose is the nose is pretty. It's pretty pretty to scale. Yes. Chris Jonathan give me a game, a rock and roll trivia game. Oh, so nice. I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, I said, so, Patty Duke, what do you think of the the whole uh, – the, uh, because the only thing I'm mad about is that I didn't come to one of these earlier. So, that I, – I, you know, me, I, I – you take care of what – I've said this many times with these – I don't know, how many viewing parties have we done? I always think it's like around 10, but it's like 35 or something. I think we're coming, I think we're coming up on 30. I'd have to ask our historian to check his spreadsheet. I mean, I just can't unbelievable amount of time. He is here in the chat, so I'm sure he'll have a number for us shortly. And I'd oh, like to know our, our updated record. Yeah. I, oh, look at this. I saw it. <laughs> Spoken for. Yes. Uh, I don't even know how to go on after that. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Costa never has a nice word to say about anybody. So. Yeah. So that's I'm good. I, I, there's another viewing party first. We got Costa to say something nice about somebody. Yes. Costa, uh, the only person watching us on Twitch, by the way. Good for you. Was seventeen eight zero. So that was wow. our twenty fifth viewing party. Oh, I didn't know it was a milestone. That's still a like, it's. I mean, it's still a lot of viewing parties, man. Oh yeah, I mean, probably like twenty five of the last thirty times I've been in the city have been for viewing parties. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm going to a Ranger game, I'm not going to the city. Unless I odd concert once in a while. So, uh, um, so, uh, all right, Costa, calm down. Well, behave yourself for a change. You animals. So, uh, 17, eight, no, that ain't bad. No, for all of us who, you know, we believe in jinxes and all this shit. That's pretty good. All of us right. getting together. We're, hey, we're playing over 500 hockey. Definitely. I believe I believe that was our fifth at McHale's and our third win in a row at McHale's. I think yeah. we had we, we we lost the first one or two at McHale's. I think that was either the fourth or fifth at McHale's. 
Um, so, I want and, and, and let me just say, uh, oh wait, wait, wait. Update. Updated. Whoa. Wow. Eight and oh, that's impressive. It's almost like the range. That record. sounds even better. Than, that sounds a lot better than 17 8 0. McHale's is 3 2 and 0. So we've won three in a row at McHale's because I think they lost two. I think they lost the first two. And I was starting to think that maybe that place was, you know, a hoodoo. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. 27 games. So do the Rangers have a problem? I think they have a little hitch in their giddy up. I think they have a concern. They have a concern. Yes, yeah, Sadie and Kieran were behind the bar, and Molly was also behind the bar. And then Mal was taking care of us, and uh, Kat was out on the floor. He knows and- everybody. I couldn't name one person who worked at that bar. I named. Yeah, I get to. I make sure I know everybody's names. Oh, I, I was, uh, you know, chit chatting with all the luminaries there, uh, the social butterfly that I am. Certain people, I, 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 like certain people, grab my ear and they just won't let go. I won't mention any names, Spencer Gold, but uh, dude, I got, I got to roam. I got to let. I'm, I got to let you Spencer. Spencer's a great guy. He's a great guy. You know what? Our, we have a fantastic group, and and I just want to say, you go back and watch the video, the viewing, the videos, the live stream. And we did a little, we did a little fundraiser for for Chris to, for the uh, day camp that she. Yeah, goes thank to. you so much for that, guys. Oh, uh, that was and that Jim, was, man. Uh, that was fantastic. That was it was a great moment. But if you, it was it was so cool. If you watch the live stream, and I'm explaining what Chris does and what she's trying to raise money for, and you watch, and I haven't even asked for money yet, and people are already going into their wallets. All I said was something like, Chris needs $93 to hit her goal. And you see people are already reaching in. Oh, their yeah. It was their amazing. Money. I mean, it was just fantastic the way everybody stepped up. Even the girl who showed up who was rooting for Nashville came over to me and said, who do I give money to? Yeah, this is another thing, folks. We're in the middle of fucking New York City. And out of all the bars... I see a girl in a Nashville Predator jersey. This is, I said to her. I, I knew the game I, was in the bag once she walked in. Like, I'm just like, I don't want, I don't want to see that. In any shape or form. <laughs> yeah. He's right. The Chris Bond <coughs> is greater than the Gardner Dream Kids. <laughs> Because the Gardner Dream Kids have been cowtowed for 30 years now. And Most of the money for the Gardner Dreams just goes towards raising more money. Right. At least we know that at least we know the money that, that was donated on Saturday is, is, is gonna get used for a good cause. So this Nashville chick, and she's with another broad, and they're hanging out. And they I gotta tell you, I said to uh I said to her, I said, we've been planning this thing for months. And you show up? She's <laughs> like, there's no there's no other way where to, the place to wear, watch the game. I go, would you check every bar in New York City? <laughs> if gotta I, be something in the Bowery you could watch the game at, no? Let me ask you something, and the fans at home. 
Rangers are playing the Islanders. You're in the city. You walk into a bar and there's all Islander fans there. First of all, that's impossible because Islander fans can't afford the train fare to get to the city. Um, but say, wouldn't you immediately walk out? Well, I mean, if, for instance, if, if, uh, let's say I was in, let's say I was in, uh, uh, Boston, and let's say the Bruins were in New York. Would I go to a Bruins podcast viewing party in my Rangers jersey to watch the game? Probably not. By myself? Probably not. I don't want to be around those people. I don't know why anybody would want to be around us. <laughs> if no, you're not one of us. This is not a... Uh... <clears throat> This is not, you know, we're in, we're, we got the war paint on. We're ready to go. Right. This isn't a social gathering, a, a tweet up, as they used to call it. Oh, God. You remember those things? Tweet I up? I do. I do. Tweet ups. As gay as they were, not that there's anything wrong with those, at least Twitter started off with some kind of social interaction that wasn't a cesspool of, ideas and right and in, in, in its infancy it had it had value right so anyway uh i think she liked the cantankerous uh new york ranger fan vibe you know as everybody was going like i said once i saw her i knew the game was in the bag well this just goes back to the canadian the canadian young lady that showed up at one of our viewing parties yes and the historic. Yes. Uh, so it was, uh, it was uh, what you call it. It was a lot of fun. Now, go back to the Rangers, the nuts and bolts of the thing. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm concerned. I have concerns, dude. You know, but, uh, you know, I mean, are there any guys? I mean, that you could point the finger at it, or you think it's? I think it's more of a systematic failure, and also kind of a backlash of all these injuries are going to catch up to you. You can't just lose. I know we could make fun of Philip Heedle and say Philip Brittle and all this, and his twenty three percent on faceoffs, but is having Nick Benino your third line center? And I'm not castigating Nick Benino. But I think it's got a it's got a shelf life, and when you start losing guys, and including Kako, uh, and uh, you know they got through the Fox injury, um, and like I said, Goodrow left the other. Uh, it's a fourth line player. The fourth line's been playing pretty good. Uh, I mean. Do you guys have uh I mean I mean what I mean Jim do you have anything you could really point uh to what uh what is wrong? <coughs> I mean yeah I, Michael I agree with you. Schneider has not played very well. And I think you make three good points there if you want to put it up. Uh, Michael Lakeham. Uh Braden has struggled again. He's been saddled with, you know, a couple different partners this year. 
but he's 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 not playing his best hockey. Uh, Lafreniere seems to get a lot of chances. He doesn't seem to score a lot. He gets a lot of shots, which is an improvement. But I, I thought Schneider struggled early in the season when he was playing with Gustafson. Then he seemed to he seemed to find his game and and you know work it out with Gustafson, and then they were playing all right. And then Fox got hurt. And then he was playing with Zach Jones, and I thought he struggled for a while with Zach Jones. And then I thought he kind of started to figure it out a little bit. Now he's back with Gustafson again. And I'll tell you, you know, Gustafson did not look did not play his best game last night either. Nobody did. There's like three guys I could absolve for last night's performance. Panera and Lafreniere and uh, uh, I forget who my other one was. I guess Keandre Miller, but only because he scored a goal. I mean, just defensively, there were just a, a, a million breakdowns last night. A million. I mean, the, the Senators were 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 launching those stretch passes all night long. And, you know, how many breakaway, how many breaks did they have? I mean, it seemed like they were constantly coming in, uh, you know, by themselves or two-on-ones, and they would just come out of nowhere. The Rangers would be down in their zone. All of a sudden, there's one pass out of the zone, and here comes Ottawa on a two-on-one. Yeah, that has to be corrected. That has to be corrected. You know, learn from it, practice, get better, and come back. Come back Saturday. It's all they can do. There's going to be some stinkers, no matter what, no matter where this season finishes up. There's going to be some stinkers along the way. That's one of them. Right. I, I, you know. I've been down this road before with a lot less teams, lot lesser teams, where the Rangers lose a couple games and everybody gets nuts uh, or starts questioning the goalie. I really haven't seen a, a stretch where people started questioning Chesterkin. I'm seeing a little bit of that today in the chat room, uh, you know. And and Millie's right; the turnovers are bad; they're costly, and uh, so. So we'll see. I again, Paul's right there. Win Saturday, win Sunday, especially win Sunday, as the New York Rangers play the Los Angeles Kings, Paul's most hated team in the league. Yes, Goodrow lost a tooth last night. There's a there was a picture of the tooth on the ice. Oh jeez, I, so I watched the game back on DVR. This was. <laughs> This was no like little kid losing a tooth and then you put it in a cup and save it and put it under the pillow. This right, was right. like a tooth and a root and a you know half the jaw. Yeah, well, this thing was just fallout. Yeah, severe trauma. <laughs> right. Uh, I might be going to this outside shot. I might be going to the Kings game. Uh, really? Yeah, because uh, my friend John's got he's in that raffle that remember. My, Ramon, I was calling everybody the poor people when I had that suite. There's a chance I may get the suite again for. I'm rich. You're poor. I'm rich, right behind that stupid DJ they had. <laughs> so there might be an outside chance. I haven't heard anything, so uh, that would be fun. Uh, so, uh, so things are good right now. All Faith uh, is still in Peter Laviolette. He looked visibly upset 
I think as the season has gone on, I've seen him more and more animated behind that bench, which I like. You know? You want to hear his thoughts from last night? Yeah, that's a good segue. I think we're I think we need to do a better job defensively. Hang on, let me turn Nixon this up is not happy. Let me turn this up a little bit. And we'll put him up here. There we go. Oh, the technology, Joe. Hang on, let me turn up my TV so I can hear him. There's, there's things that, um, too many things where they were coming at us with speed, and I don't think we layer properly, or we don't do the right things with regard to defending, taking care of the rush. They got behind us for different reasons and all teachable things and things that we can get better at and show, but uh, tonight it caught us a little bit. So the, like, things that you think your team can control, you just need to be a little better at yeah, there's there's definitely things that we did tonight, I think, that didn't give us the best chance of being successful. We gave up too many chances coming back um, off the... Were they working on cars <laughs> in the back? <laughs> was just, was so, where is this, in a chop shop? Yeah, really. What's going on? <laughs> he's, he's out in a rail yard doing his post-game comments. Rushing in a different direction, so we'll address... Change the back there? Bring it back, Mike! Bring it back! Beep, beep! It's just, it's just the same answer. So there's things that we did that didn't give ourselves the best chance of being successful. I think that they're easy things to fix. Um, but it was, there was, I mean, the second period was a track meet. I mean, it went up and down the ice at 100 miles an hour. But the one way going 100 is fine. But the other way, we have to have better reads and better decisions coming out of offensive zone play and out of their zone. Addressed the schedule a little bit this morning. It was a little wacky with the back-to-backs and Nashville at home. Um, did that catch up to you in any way? I don't think so. I don't. You know, there's two things you need to do inside of a hockey game. You got to work hard and you got to work smart. I do think we worked hard tonight. We generated a lot of chances. Guys competed. They stuck up for each other. Like our guys worked tonight and competed. I just don't think that we did the right things to give ourselves the best chance to be successful. What about losing Markley uh, there after the first period? Yeah, that's I mean, tough. It's uh, listen, that happens, and certainly we don't we don't like to see that. He's an important part of our team for a lot of different reasons, but. Um, no, I think our guys still responded okay after that. Is there an update on him? Uh, right now, it's just upper body being evaluated. Upper body. Uh, he's got to consult uh, G. Gordon Liddy and uh, Halderman after that. Uh, the two. Uh, he's got to talk to Kissinger. He's got to talk to Kissinger. Uh, he's going to need a Ouija board at this point. So. <laughs> You know, we'll see. You know, though I think they're in a little bit of a funk. Yeah, but what do they have? Five losses on the league. We can name all the losses and kind of grade all the losses. Uh, so, you know, I, I can't remember a time at this point in the season where I could, you know, we're in a good spot. What are we, tied for the best in the league? I think now with Boston. Boston. Uh, Point-wise, they are tied with Boston and the Knights. Neg type 13. Boston uh, has only four losses, but one of them is to the Rangers. So there's that. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Lakeham, good one. So, yeah, I mean, it didn't look 
is it a regression or it's just a lull? I think I think it's just a lull. I mean, things can be fixed. I mean, <laughs> well, the coach seems to think so. He called them teachable, teachable moments. So, yeah, like wake the fuck up, right? You know, stop playing some defense. And I think a lot of times they get into bad habits when they play these wackadoo teams like the Sharks. That game was a laugher. It was oh, Tammy Panera. Yeah, look at the hats, Joe. The hats. <laughs> and then it's like, I got two goals and they escaped. And I did not have any confidence in Jonathan Quick in that game. Have you so, ever witnessed a hat trick live in the building? I think so. I think so. But I couldn't tell you when. Did you throw your hat? No. I love my hats. Yeah. I was a kid and threw my hat on the ice. My father would have beat the hell out of me. You know how much money I paid for that hat? Yeah. I mean, I saw some guys throw their Jets hats, which was, yeah, God bless. Get rid of that shit. But uh, I should have thrown Sam's toupee on the ice. I don't know what's going on with that toupee, hairstyle, whatever. Whoever that hairstylist is, which is probably Mrs. Rosen, <laughs> it's terrible. Should be fired. John Kantzian saw Jeff Toms get his hat trick off wow. his nose. Off his nose, the third goal went in. He had a bloody nose, according to Russ Cohen and Adam Rader, who were actually in the Ranger press corps at that point. Uh, so, uh, I, 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 I don't have any answers yet. I never usually have any answers. Uh, was there a rumor that Anton Bleed was called up? He was called up. Uh, he didn't play, did he? Against, cause again, I did no. not the whole game. I, uh, I certainly want to meet Anton Bleed so I can inform him of his listing of his weight on the ESPN site. If not, he's listed at 120 pounds. And I want to tell Anton Bleed in person, listen, you got to hit the weight room. ESPN's got you listed at 120 pounds. <laughs> so speaking of uh speaking of call-ups and send downs, the uh Wolfpack announced yesterday. I saw it. The Rangers reassigned Olaf Lindbaum from Cincinnati of the ECHL. He will. He has joined the Hartford Wolfpack. I didn't even know he was. I didn't even know he was still in the organization. Isn't he the guy from the Misfit Toys? Olaf. (laughs) Oh no, that's Olaf Lindbaum, the second round pick, the head scratcher. Oh, what year? What draft was that? Uh, I, uh, I want to say it was before the lottery picks. Second round pick, maybe eight, eight, nine, 2019, maybe something like that. I thought you were going to report the news of our new assistant coach down with the Hartford Wolfpack soon destined to be general manager of the New York Rangers soon. Well, not general, assistant GM, if Chris Jury has his way. Paul Mara, the Paul beloved. Mara. 
Paul married the beard of the beard. Oh. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe, does the nepotism ever stop the Rangers he's, organization? He's a good man, Sam. Remember the beard in the playoffs? And, and he endeared himself to the Ranger fans. I remember they were all upset the Rangers didn't protect them or something. And I was like, well, we could get Paul Mara back. Well, I guess they needed a new coach down there, right? Now that uh block is gone. Well, so Steve, Smith, another Steve Smith, the, the interim. I guess they're grooming because uh, I love how Steve Smith, ex-Oiler, Glenn Sather guy. I love how uh, the Chris Jury era Rangers era. It, it's all so interwoven. Paul Mara, good guy. Got nothing against, nothing against him. Can't wait to shake his hand organizational assistant development coach. And now he is the assistant coach in charge of the defense for the Hartford Wolfpack. Uh, Paul and Wellington, I mean, uh, and Wellington Marin, no relation, Joe. No relation. There was something those goobers did. The Oh, when they went to Lafreniere's family, they knew the mother and father's name, but didn't know the daughter's name. Didn't know the daughter's the name. And his sister, whose name I don't know. <laughs> Why didn't he even say that? Just don't say anything. Right. Just say the uh, Lafreniere family is in attendance. Oh, Joe. I guess you're right. That broadcast was a little bit lacking. Maybe they were checked out like the Rangers were. So, I don't know. We, you know. They got a couple of days to figure it out. We'll see. We'll see if things are different. We'll see if uh, they can bounce back. <clears throat> if they win two straight games, this is we will forget about. Chesty plays well. Chesky plays well. And uh, I'm not about. Uh... Ah! Sean, that's a good one. Yes. It continues. This is This is part and parcel to every Ranger broadcast for the first three quarters of the season. It's just promote the other team to death. And then it's like, well, things didn't go that way for the center. There's a lot of injuries. I love when he starts talking about the injuries of the other team. We've been fucking ripped this year with injuries. Right. How about you talk about that and we win? And speaking of injuries, Joe, have you seen what happened to the Devils? Dougie no. Hamilton. A grown man named Dougie has ripped his pectoral muscle and is on IR indefinitely. Oh, uh, that'll keep my, that'll be out. That'll keep him out for a while. Yeah, I mean, I that is a, I mean, that's, I mean, the pectoral muscle. I mean, you do everything with that fucking thing, especially in hockey. Giants lost Brayhead for a long time to that to that injury, so it's not, uh, you know, it's, it should be out for a while. Oh, I hate that Dougie Hamilton shit too. You're a grown man, it's Doug, Douglas, so, Douglas. We should just call him Douglas Hamilton. Uh so I I dug up the. We'll get off the Rangers for a bit. We'll get back there. I don't know how much there's really to talk about the New York Rangers. I mean, uh, 
I can't really delve into who, uh, the sloppy play that much. I really don't. They got it. It's a, it's a, it's a team thing. I don't think it's a one guy. I will agree that, you know, there's got to be a better alternative than Blake Wheeler somewhere. Maybe at the trading deadline. Maybe you guys can answer this. Why I'm on the Rangers. These long-time IR, does this relieve some kind of cap space now that Heedle and uh, Kako, does this make more money for us at the deadline? I know I'm looking far ahead, but once we get to, you know, around that time, does this affect the salary cap? Does not remove a a cap hit from a team's overall cap hit. It just... Pretend, it allows the team to exceed the salary cap. That's how I understand it. Is this like the Tampa Bay thing with Kucherov that one year? Where they went over the salary cap in the playoffs and it was a big thing, a big to-do? I uh, think so, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm Okay. So that, yeah, that, it, 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 the... It, a team can exceed the salary cap while they have players on long-term uh, injured reserve. Okay. All right. So, so I, I uh, listen, I, I think they, I felt like even before the year started, just get to the trade deadline and, and then they could add some pieces. All right. Now. Well, there are, two, there are two players over the last five days that I have seen a, a big, uh, uh, gotta get this guy. Oh, really? Got well, it. Yeah. I thought the one was who gone. Do you think, who do you think they are? Well, I just saw the name pop up. I'll give you a hint. He got two points against the Rangers the other night. Both of them played for the Rangers already. Guys, I gotta tell you, I before Jim divulges these names, we gotta let it go. We have the love affairs with these guys. It's I think I'm going to call it the Tyler Mott complex. We just got to have the guy back at all costs. All right, tell me the names. The Duke. Oh, I'm going to lose it now. And, and the Tank. Let me tell you something about the Duke. He stinks. He's been on 31 teams since he's been in the league. He's a total defensive liability. His goal, did you see him? I haven't seen a I haven't seen somebody hang that bad since my oh, street yeah, that hockey was, days. That was that was Mariola cherry picking right there. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, why? This guy is a one-dimensional head case. He wouldn't fit with the type of team we're trying to build. He's a complete like let's go backwards back to the the, the Rangers typical bullshit. I remember way back when, when he was a range draft pick. Yeah, I was excited. I like his nickname, the Duke. I get it. New York, you know, uh, you know, the Duke who played for the Brooklyn Dodgers, Duke Snyder. I get it. I get it. The Duke, you know, Duke of Earl. He's black. I get the whole thing. Yeah, it's all right. Now, I don't know why I threw that in. But I remember back in the days when he was playing in junior, the late, great Gordy Walker, who's n- neither late or great, w- had to go up to him in juniors to settle him down because he was just not 
The he was a head case in juniors. He's been on 15 teams. You want the Duke back? Give it a break. He is athletic. I will give he him that. But, but he's hanging. Jim, how bad was that hang? Oh, it was bad. It, it was, was bad. bad. It was bad. I mean, it's a joke. Why are we clamoring back for the old boys? The, the old boss, he's same as the old, the new boss. New boss is same as the old boss. He stinks. Why Why you think he can't stay on a team? And then who's the other guy? Oh, we're going to show the hang? Yeah, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can. Uh, let me see if I can. My glasses. Okay, so you go ahead. Here we go. And he centered one that went all the way through. Back for Jacob Truba. Uh, high and safe by Blackwood. And now, hang on. In now, I do have to say one thing. Yes. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I take it back. I take it back because there he is. He's right here at the top of the screen or all the way to the right. You see him back here? He's in uh, between. He's, yeah. he's right with Miller. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's hanging out in the black neighborhood back here. <laughs> I couldn't read hockey in Harlem. Right. <laughs> So, Sorry, folks. Okay. So, so now, I don't know who that was. Winds up, takes his guy. And then he flies the drone. Off the goal. And now Duclair has disappeared from the from the picture. He's so flying he was, the zone. Now, was he was he leaving? The, he wouldn't be leaving the ice for a change because the puck's in their zone. Truba, so he's gone. He's nowhere. Now San Jose gets the puck. And all of a sudden, he's all the way, he's at the blue line. Look at that shit. I mean, even Mario Lemieux said, man, that's cherry picking. I sent it to Duclair on a breakaway. Scores! Anthony Duclair. That I mean, bad. that, I don't want, I mean, great moves to score the goal, but. You think he's going to work? Uh, obviously, it's just. I mean, he basically left the Rangers to outnumber this, this, the Sharks in their own zone just to go to the center. The blue line. You're right. That that was. A, oh, my God. He was waiting at the nine line, line pass. <laughs> hey. That got me hot when I saw the with the. Uh, uh, so, okay, what else? Oh, who's the, the other, other guy? Tarasenko? Tarasenko. Listen, I like Tarasenko as a ranger, but... I mean... Is it after his performance against the Rangers people wanted him, or before? Well, more so after, of course. How come it's everybody's in love with these guys we get at the deadline? <laughs> he uh about, let me see. 
He did, well, that was his fourth goal last night. Actually, uh, fifth. Well, the empty netter was his fifth goal. Is that is that he's, crazy? He's got five goals in twenty games. He's on pace for twenty goals, ish. I mean, I like Tarasenko, but I don't want to revisit the past. I'm sorry, I'm done. By the way, Artemi Panarin is on pace for fifty-four goals. In case you were wondering, I did the math. I, that's amazing. Chris Kreider is on pace for 47 goals. Alexei Lafreniere is on pace for 27 goals. On the other end of the spectrum, Mika Zibanejad is on pace for 20 goals. I think Mika will pick it up. I keep saying that. I mean, he gets, you know, he gets his assists. Well, I don't know how many more times they play the Flyers. Oh. Ah. Oh. Uh, yes. You, you know. Well, no, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> I, I literally during that rant lost my glasses. Oh, when you threw your glasses? Yeah. Oh, I found them. I think I can't see. God damn it! No, I got them. I got. Them. Yeah, I can't see. God damn it! Yeah, I threw I my. No, these aren't my glasses. These are glasses from like 1948. Whoa, <laughs> they're all wobbly. I don't those know like, what's going on with the glasses. Aren't those the glasses McCoy gave Kirk at Rathacon 2? <laughs> <laughs> that he sold back in 1986? Yes. <laughs> when back for the whales? Yes. Uh, speaking of anyway. movies, one of the reasons I didn't see... Uh, you know, I'm one of the few people who still go to the movies. Post-COVID, nobody goes to the movies anymore. But actually, it was filled. I saw Godzilla minus one. I, awesome. I heard, I heard somebody else say it's really, that. Now, that's a Japanese Godzilla, right? Yes. Okay. It's not the Finnish Godzilla. <laughs> yes. And there's uh, a new Godzilla X Kong or something, right? Coming out? Yes. Okay. All right. Anyway. So I, I get all oh, these glasses suck. The they're slanted. Oh, whatever. I don't care. I went to, I went to the eye doctor yesterday. I brought four pairs of glasses with me. They were all laughing at me. Really? I brought four I brought all my I brought all my glasses, so I had them. Are you your readers, your cheaters, or your prescriptions? I brought those and, and all three of my prescription glasses, all three pairs. Oh wow. So what'd they say? You got the, uh, they actually said that over the years that my eyesight in my right eye has improved and it's not as bad as it Wait was. Wait a minute. You're the only person I've ever said you improved eyesight. Yep. Huh? Yep. And, uh, huh. they, they fitted me for a, yes, in a lunch bag because I, because I didn't know what else to carry them. in. I was just going to walk. Wait, you're carrying your glasses in a lunch bag. Well, I put them all in a lunch bag cause it's cushioned, you know? I didn't want them. You have a case. Back. You own cases for these glasses. Uh, I have are you an animal. You're a savage. <laughs> cases are scattered all over the place. Do you have an appointment? Yes. You. Uh, whatever's good for you, Barbara. Anyway, so so I, I had my eyes, and they gave me they gave me uh, fitted me for new contacts, which I am wearing now. Oh. That enable me to see far away and close up, and they are. Absolutely wonderful. I'm loving them. Let me absolutely loving them. As an old fogey that I am, uh, 
I've never wore contacts. How hard are these things to put in and stuff like that? It, it, it usually takes a few tries, but once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. I, I don't, you know, I don't find it. Difficult. Maybe, uh, maybe Mika needs this prescription. Maybe hit that one time or once in a while. Stop with that one time, you dope. Patty, my uh, my contacts are what they call multifocal. Oh, oh, lottie da, Mister Lunchbag's got multifocal. <laughs> that's what they call them. Hey, look, I was thrilled. I can actually wear both contacts because that's another thing. One, they had me wearing one contact because I'd have my contacts in and I could see far away, but I couldn't read my phone. You know, so Where's my then, phone. So then they tell me to. Then they told me just wear one contact and then the eyes will balance out. But I don't like doing that. So that's why that's why Saturday at the viewing party, I wore both contacts so I could watch the game and see what was going on. But I had I had a little pair of cheaters that I wore to read the tickets and you know read my phone and read the comments and the chat and everything. Well so. speaking of that raffle, Aunt Diane. Won the Jacob Truba jersey. She did. She was ecstatic, smiles. Uh, Couldn't be happier for her. Well, my blood pressure's doing pretty good, Michael. I'm pretty, uh, I got to go in a couple weeks, get my annual checkup. Uh, and, uh, but I really wanted to win that Jacob Truba jersey, man. He embodied. He embodies everything that I love as far as a ranger. And yeah, Aunt I Diane, that, I don't I know. This Aunt Diane even ever. What'd you say? I think that's going to be my next jersey is a Truba. Oh, you're not going with the Ryan Lindgren? Oh, apparently, all the women love Ryan Lindgren. I think Ryan Lindgren, too. I like Lindgren. I Kate just don't Chana's know how on the whole. I got the lowdown on Chris and Kate's uh, hall pass list. Ryan, oh, really? Lindgren, Ryan Lindgren's on uh, Kate's. Oh, not not Chris's? No. Ryan Callahan's on Chris's. <laughs> no, he's got some weird ones. I'm going to out him just for a bit. Christy Brinkley. Is she like 70? Still? She looks pretty good, though. I don't know. He's a young man. I'd go younger. Uh, so, <laughs> I am not getting an Anthony Duclair jersey. Ryan Strom's mom. Oh, I, I, whatever. I'm sorry I'm getting off track. But let me ask you this. Is Aunt Diane even, like, is she really a Ranger fan or she just comes down for the, the, the fun and the frivolity? I think she must be ranger. She seemed very excited to win this. All right. I guess I'll find out the answer to this. Yes, Phil. The the mic situation during the post-game interviews is like, I feel like, well, now what's going on here now? What, uh, what? That's Mama Strong. Uh, she don't look that bad. That's not the best picture of her, but it was the first one I could pull up. And somebody got fixated on her? <clears throat> that's your hall pass, Chris? Okay, she's in a huge... Well, that's good. She got good. a nice jersey. She's been to so many viewing parties, too. 
I like when there was some uh, going back to the viewing party. I love the chants of anti-Anne, the Dr. B chant, right. which was great. Yes. Uh, just a, a lot of good chants. The fuck you cutter chant. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I even blanked that out or didn't hear it. Uh, that was when I was I was I was over at the at the laptop monitoring the the live stream and and talking to the people chatting, and Cutter said something like, "I hope you're giving Josh a good souvenir." I said, "I said, you know what? Don't worry about what we're doing." I said, "You should fucking be here if you were that worried." That's about right. Us. I said, "You could have been here." I said, "Fuck you, Cutter." And then Matt Morello joined in, and I I think uh, Matt Matt uh, Zenobia. Who, who was fantastic wearing all of the raffle oh, tickets yeah. and the king hat. That's a classic. Ryan, uh, I, I mean, uh, fuck you, Cutter. Matt Zenobia, really, he took out of the, he was like, he looked like a, like when they have those Italian feasts and they have the saint and they pin the dollars on. Right, the, right. He, he like wore a, the king hat that I had right, brought to show last week. If you watch the Sopranos, St. Alziers. Yes. Fantastic. So, such a great bunch of people. They really are. They are. I mean, I consider everyone like, like a friend. Like, I, I know so much about them. Rocco Sansone was there. I got a chance to talk to Rocco. Uh, just everyone. Robbie G was there. Yep. Uh, just all, I mean, I guess, you know, 10, 12 years, you get to know these people, just not as Ranger fans. And uh, Doug was... Uh, well, Doug, Doug had an interesting evening, and I, I don't want to talk about the, you know, but I, I always kid Doug that he always razzes me about something. This is just his personality. He likes to try to agitate me and get me all flustered. So I, there isn't really a guy that you could fluster me about, but of course he found my one weak spot. And the fact that I said that Ryan Lindgren is a one-dimensional player who doesn't deserve $6 million, $7 million, once his contract up uh, next year or the end of this year or something. I think I don't the know. end of next season. Next season. I, I don't really think he's worth that much money. So I know that's heresy amongst some of your folk, folks here, but for a guy that's probably going to wind up being like Dan Girardi, at the end of his career, because he he just gives his heart and soul, block shots like you wouldn't believe, uh, tremendous physical asset. He's just, I, I didn't say don't, I, this is my he, own, there's a certain three, amount of money. He's got a $3 million, he deserves. $3 million Not, cap hit for next year. Would you, would you continue, would you retain him at that salary? Yes, if you could. If I could, I would. Okay. But if he wants some crazy contract, I would tell him to fucking pound salt. Pound salt. Hit the bricks. All right. All right. Well, so we'll that, but of course, Doug was saying, ah, nah, you don't like Lindgren. You don't like Lindgren. And uh, maybe on the next show, we can have him on. I want to find out what the hell went on with him and the Predators girl. Because I know who who was left at the bar when you left. I, I got to be honest, uh, a little hazy on that. Connor was still there. I believe both Mats were still there. 
Okay. I, I probably I probably consumed more alcohol Saturday than I have at any other viewing party. Really? But I but I Jen made sure I ate, which I usually don't do. Oh, that's so. Good. I, so I mean, you know, but uh, yeah, it was it was. I mean, we did the, the we did the shot of Jameson, which I normally don't do. Then we did another shot when the game was over that I think Doug bought shots, and there was a lot of beer in between. So it was, but I mean, I I you know I was fine, and I you know I didn't I didn't I didn't fall asleep on the ride home as I've been known to do. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, I mean there is a few things that were a little hazy, uh, but there was. There were probably about four or five guys left. Josh and Justin might have still been there. Um, and by the way, I, video to live stream doesn't lie. There's there's video of about five single BSU men all approaching the Preds girl at some point in the party, at some point in the party, and trying to. We did the shotski, and then I think there was a shot at the end of the night, honey. Well, we did the shotski. A couple of me and Eddie, and then I, I forget who else at the beginning of the of the of the viewing party. I think there All were right. two shots consumed. Oh. And, and then right. well, well, wait till Doug is here. So I can, I quiz him up about what the hell happened at the end of that thing. But yeah, the, the live stream doesn't lie. I, I, I watched several members of, of this contingent make their approach <laughs> and none of them were cleared for landing. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> Uh, we'll get the, the dirty details of what happened after that. Now, now, before we wrap this up, I, uh, was cruising the YouTubes. I was doing the thing that I do, taking a deep dive into hockey. And I came across this movie trailer. I don't know if this is a spoof or it's a real movie. So you guys being the, the critics that you are, and guys uh, and gals' opinions who I respect. Tell me if you would watch this on, like, say, Netflix. I don't think this is ever going to reach movie theaters. Okay. And I think it's pretty funny. I wouldn't think of Timu Solani as a funny guy. But tell me if this is a real movie or it's a spoof. And what do you think? Jim, have you watched this yet? No. Okay. Well, I've heard of it, but I've not watched the trailer. Oh, so it's you think it's real? I I I do think it's real. Right. I don't know. Let me watch the trailer. All right. All right, here we go. Open the door. You gotta see this. Jake, you're not gonna believe shit that calm down, man. This better be good. It is, trust me. I'm so happy and thrilled to own the team here in Hemel. And of course, it's exciting to be a GM and a head coach as well. Your childhood hero is going to be your coach. Mr. Solani, Jake McKay. Jake, good to meet you. This feud with Team 93 All-Star Game. JR put a mouse in his bag. For some reason, he looked at me. And ever since then, it's been Brad Hall against Team Salami. Who bought this happy ending massage last week for you? You did? Who bought the trip to Cabo? What trip to Cabo? This one. Five-star hotel, all included. But I want you to remember one thing. Keep that mother Holly out of this 
League. I'm Gary Bettman, Commissioner of the National Hockey League. Worth every penny I spent. You sure you're not a casting director? Go back to New York, Bettman. Boo! Mr. Bettman, I'm the Commissioner of the Old West Hockey League. I get booed wherever I go. An eight-inch bobblehead, six feet shorter than my statue in St. Louis. You will <laughs> never get the Barons. What is he, a ranch hand or a hockey player? Both. He works at Dukes during the off-season. Nobody gets rich in the owl. He didn't have Korea in Winnipeg the year he got 76 tucks. Yeah? But he had Ty Domi, didn't he? And no one would go near him. And if they did, Ty would beat the out of him. I got those owners right here in the palm of my hand. Really want to learn more about hockey. And I was wondering if you'd mind spending a couple hours with me after work someday? I can't do this, Jake. You know how I get when I'm alone with a hot girl? I, I, I either freeze up or I can't stop talking or, or I just start sweating like a pig. Hi, honey. What are you doing? Um... Watching porn. You are watching your highlights. Change the name to what? Camel Flash. Like the finish Flash? I get it. He's gonna put a big statue of himself outside the arena. It's gonna be a foot taller than Brad Hull's in St. Louis. One rum and coke. Boy, would I love to tap that. You and me both. <laughs> no, I got a nice little rental. I know why you bought the Hawks. You wanted to hire yourself as coach and have everyone kissing your Give you best shot, you minor leaguer. I'd watch it. I don't know how I'd to take it. this. I, it's got so much. Listen, the Cana Canadian people. I, I don't. I mean, I got. I don't know if this is made in Canada. They historically are some of the funniest people in the world, but they just do not get of late. Like, did you ever see that Shorzy? That's like big in Canada. It's about a hockey team. Like, it's not funny. It's I don't know. Movie. It's got an IM. It's got an IMDb page. You guys would watch that? I don't know, man. I, I'd watch it. It looks funny. Oh, the fat guy who's shy around girls. I don't like that whole bit. Uh, you know. See, everybody wants to see it, so I guess I'm I in the minority. Red Hell looks fucking hysterical in it. He does. And the it, guy playing Batman, they're booing him at the bar. Okay, <laughs> that was fantastic. It doesn't right. say hang on. It doesn't say it doesn't say where it's gonna be. If it's That's a what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I don't know. PK Subban makes a uh he he, he slipped for somebody. I like that Timo Solani says uh, that part. I liked, even though it was kind of lost in her broken English. What, what are you watching? Porn. I know you're watching your highlights. <laughs> I like what he says. It's it's something about it's shorter than my statue in St. Louis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, that bobblehead. <clears throat> so, I'd watch uh, it. Sure, what the hell? If it makes fun of Gary Bettman, hell yeah, I'll watch it. That alone. I I got a little I gotta say, listen, I'm an open-minded guy, but I don't go for that really like low brow humor. Like I'd hit that when they like that part. It's so like it's like porkies. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, since you're talking about Canadian movies and comedies, where are you on Strange Brew? Uh I I like Strange Brew. It's 
it's not something I'm put on often. It's actually not even on often. Uh, it's dumb. It's one of those dumb movies. Right. It's one of those dumb movies, but you can quote it. Like, you Steve know. Roller. You know. I'm reading the uh, new the Getty Lee uh, autobiography. Yeah. Bass player from Rush. Get this. This is hockey related too. Went went to the same grammar and middle school as Rick Moranis, who he did take take off uh, the Great White North that song, right? With with the guys and Steve Shutt. He really? was really good friends with Steve Shutt, who was a little bit older than him in high school, uh, in uh, in middle school. They would used to go to rock concerts together. They went to see Led Zeppelin together. Shudder, as he was known to Getty Lee. See how I bring it all around? It all comes back to hockey. So this movie has no release date, just 2024. 2024. I think they just made a trailer. <laughs> I will say that Bert Hull looks a lot different than I remember him looking. He looks like he's been drinking like since he, he was like, high. Yeah, he's got a little a little bloat face going on there. Bloat face. <laughs> so, and I was he, surprised about Solani that he used to huckle buck together. He used to swap each other behind the Brill Building. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I will. Uh, I guess we'll keep be keeping an eye out for that. Yes. I got a feeling it's going to be big. We'll show it illegally right here on the show. Yeah, we'll have a, uh, what do they call that? A watch party or something? Right. Yeah. You know, I, it's funny you say that because at first that's who I thought it was. And then after I heard him talk for a second, I realized it was it, it was Brett Hull. Mike said that I I thought it was Ronick at first too. Because, I mean, he's not doing anything anymore. He got canceled. How do you think Gary Bettman is going to receive this? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be at the premiere. He'll probably ban those guys from future events. Twitching down the red carpet. Oh, there's a shot. That's all I got, Jim. I don't know who to talk about. I don't know how to fix anything. I just know the Rangers are still co-leading the NHL in points. And I think somebody mentioned it earlier. They are facing teams that are out to get them. They want to knock the big boy off the block. They're the hunted. What? They're the hunted. They're the hunted. Teams are preparing against them. And, and, you know, they're they're coming back Saturday against the Caps team that's not playing great, but they're still the Capitals as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Joe, they're only 8% on on the power play, Joe. And Ovechkin only has five goals. So they're already mushing us for the next game. Because you know, Sammy the Whammy. Gonna, you know the Caps are going to go three for five on a power play Saturday night. Ovechkin's going to score three times, but the Rangers will win four to three. And then they oh, got the Kings on Sunday, and the Kings are pretty good too. Kings are coming on. So, you know, there's no easy games in this league. And then they got Toronto next week. Yes. And then the Ducks and the Bruins again. Ugh. So... Well, let's get it together, boys. Let's start playing some defense. Stop with the giveaways, the unforced errors. Errors. Let's have teachable moments. Let's learn something from them. 
I mean, learn you some brains, as Eddie used to say. Learn you some brains. Let's get back to Rangers hockey and playing. You keep it 25 shots or less. It's like that game show with 20 words or less. There's 25 right. shots or less. So, and uh, that's about it, Jim. That's all I got tonight. All right. Hey, so how, Kim, about- how are you, man? Well, hey, Kim, uh, you want to come back Monday next week or Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. All right. Then we'll have three games to talk about. Yes. Just want to reiterate. I had an awesome time. Thank you so much guys uh, for the viewing party. I want to thank you, Jim, for doing all the legwork. My pleasure. I love doing it. I could barely move on Sunday, but it was well worth it. And helping out with my wife's charity. That was fantastic. Thank you. That was my pleasure. Uh, And everybody who donated. Christina was crying. She's like, I couldn't believe that people just coming at me with money. Like, you know, it it, it really meant a lot to her. And then, of course, then it means a lot to me. Of course. And uh, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And I always enjoy it. I always enjoy it. And when the Rangers win, it's even, it's even elevated better. to a higher level. Because when we, we all are ecstatic and slap, high-fiving and all that stuff, and the goal song, right? That was amazing. That was just like I was at the game. It was better than I was. We aggravated Georgia fans even better. Yes. What are you watching a college football during a Ranger hockey game? A couple of Georgia fans sat at the bar on Saturday, and the bartender came over to them and said, "You're not going to want to sit here. This the game won't be on. You'll have to go downstairs." And they did. Wow. I like. It. All right. Well, you know what it is? Those people sit and they eat. I don't think they drink. You know, this reminds me of like the idiot box crowd. It's not going to be the biggest crowd in the world, even though we had a good turnout. We fucking drink. You know, we drink and we eat. Yeah. And some of us drink more than others. <laughs> but uh, it was great experience meeting y'all and talking Ranger hockey with y'all and I don't know where I got this Southern draw from, but uh, it was a great time. And, Jim, I just can't thank you enough for all that you do and setting this up and bringing this stuff and everything, getting the jersey. And, 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 you know, this is, you know, I'm good at bullshitting. Like I've always (laughs) said, you should be the social director of something huge. I mean, you've got that, that gene. The flag was awesome. That's right. In two weeks, we're going to see the wolf pack. I'm yes. so psyched for that. It's going to be awesome. I, I, I will uh, put together um, a text, email, probably, well, probably Facebook message. Most of, I think everybody's on Facebook. Um, just about where we're going to meet up next Sunday. Um, the game's at three. Let's gonna, we're going to try and plan on meeting up around 1.30. So we can all have a couple of drinks together and chit chat. And then we'll go, you know, we'll go over to the arena and go to the game and figure out, you know, we'll have to figure out when they're, when we get on the ice and meet the players and stuff like that. Yeah. Daryl, I know you, uh, I don't know when we're going to have the next one, but if you could truck it up to Hartford, I'm sure you could sit with us. If you haven't gotten, we're all going in mass to the Wolfpack Marley's game, right? In two weeks. Yes. Uh, so if, in 10 days. In 10 days. If you want some info on that, you can contact me or Jim. And I'm sure 
they're not going to be the you know the people aren't going to be fighting for seats. No, I don't think so. You know, it's a, although it is Sonar's birthday, and you can have your picture taken with players on the ice. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Oh, I can't wait. I, I I've already got you know I just these my only worry is that I, I build these things up in my head like that Giants fan fest that I went to that I'm going to meet all these players and then you get there and it's and it's just fucking bums or you can't get near the players because the line's like four hours long so I just hope they I just hope they put a couple of guys that I'd like to see out there for you know meet and greets and you know well I'll just tell you this from the last time. I was there. They don't really make these things known. So, like, the game ends. Everybody wants to take the kids home. The kids got to have to eat dinner, whatever. They, they, and and it, the lines were maybe six people long, maybe. At some people, some players, there was no line. If you didn't know who the guy was, you know, like, so I think, I think we'll have a good time. I think most of the people waiting in line will be from, from us. From BSU. Right. I want somebody to be like the designated, hey, you know, you guys really should do that show. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, I want to kind of have a couple of plants. Maybe the, the women, because I think the women have more gravitas than the men have with these these guys. Right. And, and I don't want to do it as the host, because I don't want to feel like a total, like, uh, will you please do our show? I'm such right. a big fan. Right. But, and I think the more please, Mister Rempy. Yeah, please, Mister Rempy, please do my show. Uh, we got to compete with Blue Shirt Barbecue and Paulie D, <laughs> and uh, Strokey and the Redhead and the Joey Wagner. We'll just drop Mitch Beck's name. Watch the doors open oh, for God. us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll uh, we'll talk about it more on the next show next Wednesday. Yes, we will. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Let's get it straightened out. Hopefully, next time we talk, all will be right. All will be fixed. These teachable moments will have worked. Thanks to everybody who came out again on Saturday. We love you guys. It's a great time. And uh, we'll see you. Hopefully, we'll see you for the next one. We're looking at uh, maybe in March. Eddie, always a pleasure. Always great. Now I can put on my real glasses. Let's go, Rangers. Let's get it fucking done. Let's get better. Let's get better in our zone. Fuck Anthony Duclair. Don't forget to click the bell and subscribe to the show so you get notifications. We need more subscribers. More subscribers, more subscribers. Joey Wayne yeah. can have 30,000 subscribers. We can have at least 1,000. Smash that like button. Right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Let's go, Rangers. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.